to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, hey, welcome to episode 175 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. He's itchy, apparently. <laughs> That's why he's, uh, I'm cracking up a little bit. Uh, well, welcome to the. Uh, the latest edition of everybody's favorite podcast. We skipped last week. Busy, busy, busy. Uh, crazy, crazy busy. I would not have been able to talk much on the last podcast because my brain was fried. Hey, yeah, literally, quite literally. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was a good week, though. So I suppose we should lead off with the big news. The new New Zealand and Southern Hemisphere record. Yeah, that's right. For giant pumpkins, uh, 808 kilos. Now, you should have probably may have seen something uh, on the local news. But if you haven't, that's okay, because keep an eye out this week, because 7 o'clock, hopefully Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, who knows? We will see. Uh, we are blowing that pumpkin up live on 7 Sharp. <laughs> we, All right. Well, we aren't. They're bringing in an explosive person. but Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will be there. I'm going to make sure I'm there. Um, all my other all my other appointments are cancelled because I know all the people that care about my life are listening to this. So those those people are. That's um, why Chris will not be there. Actually, I don't <laughs> even know who would be. I don't even know who you're talking to. Uh, yeah, probably uh, yourself. Yeah, just probably to remind myself. you, that's right. I'll listen to this later and go. Oh yeah, this was. But it was good. Uh, lots and lots of people. Like the biggest event we've ever done. I think you dropped a pumpkin. Ah, uh, that thanks. was quite. Now, well, thanks for bringing that one up. I felt like crap about that. Well, it was funny because I was talking to Tim, but my back was to what you guys were doing, and I was miles away, and we were talking, and Tim's face just changed, and he said, "They just dropped a pumpkin." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, did they?" Uh, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, back into the trailer though." Yeah. So what happened was, um, had, just had, so everybody knows, there's straps, and it's quite a uh, it, it's a nice way of picking up pumpkins without damaging it, but you have to get it right. And this particular tray was filled with straw. Yeah. And so I'm trying to push it down, and it was a really flat, concave bottom, Uh, like not a rounded one at all. Yeah. So it's actually quite difficult. And we lifted it up twice, and I wasn't happy. I said, put it back down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought we had it, and I'm like, yep, yep, we're good. And we lifted it up, and I'm like, I'm still not happy with it. And the guy suggested, Christian, the crane dude, uh, and I agreed, and in retrospect, that was the dumbest thing ever, that we should just gently drop it on because there's two pumpkins. Yeah. And we're talking about 280 kg, something yeah, like that, yeah. 270. So, so drop it onto the other pumpkin and we'll, we'll, we'll straighten it up. Uh, as soon as it touched the other pumpkin, it just f- tw- twisted inside the ring and just dropped. Uh, it, it dropped a whole two feet and it was a bit of marking on it oh, okay. I, I felt bad well i thought it was something to do with the, that trailer had high sides as well oh, yeah that which looked like either. a pain in the ass yeah so, so i'm trying to get her in and around it so yeah anyway but it was right. interesting because uh i was the this is the first year i've been the president and um of the pumpkin carnival and i was well the head honcho for everything just so you know this isn't um like class president he's not voted to this he doesn't get a queen or anything like that he just does all this work <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of it. But it got to the point. It got to the point that I knew exactly what I was supposed to be doing on the day, and I didn't really talk to many people like I normally do. And my brain was like, if some random person comes and talks to you, and you don't know who they are, it's not important. And I have no idea what these conversations were about. Like I just zoned out. So uh, 
hopefully I didn't seem too spacey to people, but like people that were on, like you, you guys and the volunteers and all that, they were good because I was expecting to talk to all those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was like well, people coming up during prize giving, having a moan. I was like, I can't deal with this right now. Just, you know, wait a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, but, so, um, so no, I, I think it was really good. I think it ran uh, quite smoothly, um, possibly better than previously. It did help that there was no downhill rolling in terms of getting. Out I was of there thinking. In time of, I was thinking about that. I was thinking because we didn't have it this year, and we had, we're still having that massive discussion about doing it next year because. I think if we bring it back, it's going to cost us a lot of money. We know that. But there's that expectation that we're always going to be doing it. Mm. And we'll always have to find that money somehow. I, I think we have to get a sponsor for the downhill roll. Yeah, we and do. They pay we that, do. They we do. pay that money. I know. Uh, it's sort of a crazy thing to sponsor. But and hey. I didn't say we. I meant you. That's right. If you are listening. I've got my own shit to do. If you are listening. <laughs> if you are listening and you want to sponsor downhill pumpkin rolling and you can shell out 1500 bucks every year for about 30 minutes of the most amazing entertainment you've ever seen. It please get in very touch. very photogenic and we can make sure that your your signs are in there with the exploding pumpkins I, th- I, that, that would, bounce down the hill. That would be the salad. It'd be like your sign will be on every... Like we'd get them, paint the grass like they paint the grass on the... Oh, I don't know about that, but I was be, thinking we'd get... Ultimate. All the barriers would have their thing on Oh, yeah, all the barriers have their sign on yeah. or every second one at least. And So, yeah. anyway, okay, there we go. So, um, yeah, so... That was the Great Pumpkin Carnival. It was, uh, I was so tired. So on the Saturday, I helped with a film. Um, by helped with the film, I meant I helped he moved moved, wood. I moved two tonne of wood. Uh, I helped her move two tonne of wood. Um, I was filthy black and sore at the end of that. And then uh, the next day, I lifted pumpkins. Uh, and so, yeah, I slept so well on Sunday night. Big shout out to... Um Nio, who was this like girl who oh, wanted awesome. she wanted to lift pumpkins and she was a machine. She Hell yeah, she just great. yeah. If she could put her arms around it, she just lift it up. So yeah, and then she'd moan at me about using my back, and I'm like, I'm not using my back, I'm using my butt. Yeah. All right. yeah. Anyway, uh, what's the longest dry slide? Oh, that's a story that I learned about this week or two weeks ago. Uh, I got given a free Waitomo news newspaper from a rural delivery person randomly. Anyway, on the back of that, this guy who has worked in, um, it sounds like he's worked in the bungee jumping industry slash uh, hospitality or something like so that. adventure tourism. Adventure tourism, stuff, yeah. yeah. He's proposed to the Waitomo District Council and all that. He says, hey... Waitomo Caves is amazing, but there's nothing really here for after hours or nighttime, really. A lot of the stuff they do is during the day. And not everybody wants to do that. So he said, I've got this concept. Now, I don't know how pie in the sky this is or whatever, but (laughs) he goes, I'm going to... Yeah, I know. So he goes, I want to build the largest wooden structure in New Zealand. I want to build a 55 meter tall wooden structure. And... Jutting out from this thing as a platform that they can bungee jump off of. And at the bottom is a man-made little lake and you can dunk the people in the lake. But at the top is a cafe. So he's like, sure, we... So, so quite a big structure there. Yeah, mass- I was thinking like a tower. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. no, that's what he said. He said, we could have just made a metal tower and just j- jump, bungee jumped off that. But no one else can, you know, do anything. But also... A wrapped around the outside of this tower from the top to the bottom is going to be New Zealand's longest closed slide. 
Oh, so not a water slide. A Dry slide. slide. You can go in. Just a normal yeah, slide yeah. that's enclosed. And you must, I'd assume you go down on a sack or something because it's. Yeah, you'd have to. You need that friction. You'd just frictionless. Well, yeah, you'd, you'd rip your clothes <coughs> apart. I, we, let's go out for, for dinner. I want to take you out on a date. We go out there and, oh, we're going to go down the slide. You come out in your dresses and tatters. I know. <laughs> and I mean, it wouldn't look good. I mean, what could go wrong with someone getting stuck halfway down? Like, imagine their um, response. So the mayor who didn't turn up, who I was hoping would turn up for the Great Pumpkin Carnival, Brian Hanna, he's yeah. really young. Like, he's looks like he's 30. Yeah. I think he would have been good. But, um... Yeah, he, he said, oh, that's really good. Let's, um, yeah, if you can get funding for it, let's move forward and see how we go. So it might be happening. Jason Strange added me on LinkedIn after the... Was it Jason, Jamie. Jamie. Jamie Strange, yeah. <coughs> added me on LinkedIn after the pumpkin Chris cover. Chris looked after the celebrities and their challenge on the day. And, uh, basically, and for Jasmine, yes. Yes, yes, Jasmine. They are celebrities. Yes, they are. <laughs> it's, a lo- it's a very loose definition. <laughs> I know. He looked after some mayors and MPs is what he looked after. But they must have been impressed with him. Well, James Strange just wants to connect with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. Hey, There's some um, good photos, too. If you haven't seen them on our Facebook page, there's some good photos of the winning pumpkin. There's a photo of me being really important somewhere, doing something. I have no idea. Make sure you check out the Facebook page and uh, not the website currently. Oh, yeah. I've got to fix the website. It's been down for two days and I haven't had a chance yet. Okay. I forgot yesterday. I knew you'd forget. I was like, uh, because I can't do anything. Um, So, the other week we talked about camels being imported from Australia into Saudi Arabia, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And I looked into it. So, they only started doing it not not that long ago. But do you know why they did it? Like, I didn't realize this. I never thought about it. It was for the camel meat. Huh? So they were, yeah, they were sending them over there to get um, killed, so because they were running out of the camel meat. So the farming camels for meat. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to we just thought they were riding camels around and going wee. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit disappointed with that. Okay, you you brought me down on this podcast. I'm down now. Okay, right. I can bring you back up though, Chris. Is this oh. is this a is this a normal job title? So, uh, how should I word this? I get forwarded a newsletter from a bunch of people that I'm not part of because I don't pay them money or anything. So that's fine. The person that sends that email, the original one, is usually, I think their job title is usually marketing or communications manager or something like that. Right. But I have noticed they've now got a new job title and they may have just made it up. But I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Hit us. They are now the Interpretation and Communications Executive. Interpretation and Communications <laughs> Executive. All right, that's a bit of a worry if you need to interpret what your boss is saying. Mind you, that's probably what Trump needs, right? But that's, um, but, but that's quite a broad thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I interpreted all that data and then I sent it out in an email. Oh, I, did, I, I would have said it was um, more joking than that and it's i interpreted the shit that he was saying in something cool <laughs> maybe so that's a person's actual job title at um the place that uh got me angry this week as well oh where was that the person that wasn't invited to the pumpkin carnival that wasn't yeah with his little buggy and stuff oh yes i had to, I had to email them yesterday because someone else couldn't email them Long story. Oh, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's not go into that one. All right, so I had this uh, interesting email from a boss. He sent it out to all of us. 
at work. He says, scammers have an auto-dial program that sequentially calls numbers after our, number after number and hangs up. It shows as a missed call from an international number. When you call back, they're on your calling rate, some of which are as high as $50 per minute. And you don't know until you get your bill. The program is now working through uh, plus six four numbers, New Zealand numbers, uh, and a number of Kiwis have already been pinged. I always say never call back a missed call. If someone wants you, they'll leave a message. Yep. So I just thought I'd do that as a public service announcement. Yeah. But also, it's like, yeah, you wonder where the money is in that. There's got to be a link. And that we talked about it before from that report, Ply All, where the toll um, operator takes a little cut. Yeah. And they're only talking about cents per call or whatever. They make a million calls in a year and it starts adding up. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Anyway, so that was that. That's good. Um, yeah, don't... don't uh I've got a um, I've got a news story here. Oh, I had a news story here, and then I opened that stupid browser. Oh, Chris has broken it. I've got something to talk about. You go. We went and uh, the Monday after the pumpkin carnival, we went to have a look at bloody late shift. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I knew. Oh, yeah. Think- <laughs> I forgot to write that down. The latest short, uh. the latest short film by um, Adam Harvey, and, and produced by. Someone. Uh, hang on. <laughs> Produced by a shit producer, I think was the title. Oh, no, sorry, Chris. Um, Chris helped out in some regards. No, I did I did a lot of work. Come it was on. very good, very good. Uh, so it's going to do the festival rounds, and then hopefully it'll be, we can share it later. And uh, yeah, it was really yeah, cool. Yeah, so usually uh, they go in festival for about a year. We, we've Our past, last one was, we put it in festival for a year, so we can't really put it on Facebook, uh, you know, on the internet. Uh, for the first year while I was doing, um, getting into festivals. And then once once it's done its festival run, we'll, we'll probably put it on online somewhere. Yep, that'll be cool. Um, so it was great. I didn't, like, first time I've been to the theatre in Cambridge, the cinema. Tivoli, Tivoli Theatre. 44-seat theatre. Um, and they like, love seats too, eh? Yeah, they like yeah, the t- couches. They're yeah, t- it was twos. T- yeah, and twos. twos. Yeah, yeah. Was it three across? Must have been, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. But anyway... It's pretty cool, and they're actually showing awesome movies. Like, yeah, well, I think it's the only theatre they've got in Cambridge. Though, no, right? no, that, so, but I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, no, good, it was good, on, good. good on them for running it. I'm assuming it's a passion project more than. Yeah, I, well, I guess. Um, I'm not sure. Don't know how much money you'd make there, but um, but yeah. Um, so the bloody late shift went down quite well. It's a um, horridy, as our friend um, would say. Um, but a comedy horror. Um, but yeah, we got a reaction at the point I really wanted to see if we got a reaction, which was the um, full screen penis shot. Of course, Chris was getting excited about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just, it was actually, I'd sort of forgotten about it, but when it popped up on screen, it was, so to speak, um, the reaction was but the, the, uh, vocal. I- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. But the thing that sold it was Bernard. Oh, like his reaction and the sounds he made. And ooh, it was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was really good. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, got good feedback from everybody. I mean, nobody's going to go along to one of those and go, "Oh, your film was pretty crap, actually." But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, no, we got some good feedback, and um, yeah, Adam sort of said afterward is the he thinks it's the best film he's done so far. So that's cool. Yeah, I yeah, I think it's one of the best. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> I can't believe you brought that up and I forgot. 
It's been a busy week. Okay, so... <laughs> Apparently so. Did you read the story a plumber comes to the rescue after angry cattle charges and tramples cyclists? No, fill me in. <laughs> is this here? Hawks Bay. Oh, Hawks, Hawks Bay, Bay yeah. A plumber's quick thinking is being credited with saving several cyclists from serious injuries when they're attacked by cattle on a rural road. Um... He witnessed an aggressive beast which had been separated from the herd charging at cyclists. I saw a stare that had got... <laughs> There's some good quotes in this, and that's why I've, I've got this here. I saw a steer that had got separated from the rest, like having a crack at a couple of fellas on their bikes. One guy was up against the fence, another was lying on the ground. Oh, you stupid freaking stuff. Oh, oh. It's got an ad that's sort of not going to disappear. Yeah, it's good like that. Go away, ad. No, buy their product, Chris. Buy their product. Just, oh, yeah, um, now I'm in the Huawei freaking. <laughs> Slight technical hitch here, guys. Uh, Chris. Uh, yeah, da, da, da. <laughs> uh, Gully says the guy, Gully said it was a pretty sh- S dot 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 situation for cyclists under attack. So I started beeping my horn and I just kept driving at the stair. I gave it a good solid hit with the middle of my bull bars. Afterwards, I had to laugh. It's not often you get to use your bull bars to run into a bull. <laughs> <laughs> He's still t- I can see him just yeah. still telling that story at the pub every freaking Wednesday. Um, now, where was this other thing? Oh, and I just, I just love this other um, quote from one of the cyclists. Simon Winley had been cycling through the herd yeah, this is badly written. Had been cycling through the herd being when the bull came, became <laughs> a- agitated and started running along the road. I was going on like the clappers on my e-bike, <laughs> trying to get it past it as we were riding through a cutting. And there was nowhere to escape to on either side of the road. It was running beside me like in a race and suddenly, bang, it turned on me. <laughs> 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 look, look at Chris, look, look at Chris laughing away at other people's misfortunes. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but you, uh, yeah, but actually, some- it could have been a lot worse. And somebody, um, some woman got knocked. Uh, it was pretty gruesome, hardcore. What happened? The steer picked up speed, targeted the woman front on. She just froze, and then boom, it hit her, and she flew into the air. Um, I think she was um, unconscious. Oh, she was conscious, but not movable. Um, but yeah, not good. Not 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 really good, but good for a laugh. Not, and, not and some good stories. Not what you're expecting when you're on your e-bike out cruising <laughs> in the Hawks Bay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's I just crack, that cracks me up. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, very good. I did see something more uh, more. Uh, What's the word? Um, I thought it was interesting. It was an article, and we'll, we'll link to it in the show notes if the um, website ever gets fixed. Um, we, we need Just to be clear, we need the website fixed to publish the podcast, so you might need to sort that out. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Oh, crap. Okay, well, when I get back from my TED workshop this morning. Um, okay, uh, Facebook is tracking me even though I'm not on Facebook. Yes. So it's a quite a good um, story. It talks about the surveillance economy and how things are working. But it talks about it from the point of view of somebody who's not on Facebook but still is tracked by Facebook. And I never actually even thought about that. Oh, right. I thought, yeah, okay. Yeah, That's so interesting. Because his friend's 
put their email addresses and, you know, they upload all their email addresses and his email addresses in there. He can pick up a, a token from sort of anywhere that has sort of ads from Facebook and Facebook starts tracking him and it can correlate who he is. And it talks about it in the, in the article. And he goes, so, yeah, I have never signed terms terms yeah, of yeah. agreement or whatever. Um, so, you know, where are we going with this? But it, it's a really well-balanced article and it's talking about the, you know, we, we need to look at the overall um, structure of the platforms and stuff and what it is we want to do. If you are worried about what they're tracking in that, I highly suggest you check out a plugin called Decentralize with I's, E-Y-E-S on the end. Really good. It's amazing how many tracker things it blocks. Some websites will be like, I've blocked 51 things that are trying to figure out who you are and stuff. Wow. So check that out. Yeah, because this guy was saying, you know, I, Tor is a good way of um, just browsing stuff. Have you, um, did you see any of the Mark Zuckerberg thing where he's talking to Congress this week? No, I wish I had. I, um, uh, my roommate in the uh, office, my office mate. Yeah, yeah. what's he, the rumour from him? He, he was, he just had it on his phone and watching it. Oh. Live stream. I, while, um, while he was working. If they come out and someone says, oh, by the way, he's a robot, <laughs> I, I would not uh, be surprised. Oh, really? All his friends describe him as a robot, and when he's, like, he, he drank some water out of a glass, and it was like he'd never done that before. He was like, oh. so there's all these amazing memes. He had a boost. He had a he had a booster seat. I'm not even kidding. Did you see that? No, no, no. I've seen nothing. They had a booster. Seat. So he's in front of all these people, and he's on this chair, and there's this big black booster seat to make him look bigger. It's so weird. He just—it's not. He just has hemorrhoids or something. No. Okay, no, probably not. So there's great memes going around with that. Holy uh, shit! I think Mark oh, I'm going to have to have a look at that now. Um, I've been shopping. It's not on there, but I, I have to say that now because um, I'm all excited about all the money I've been. Because you're wearing camel gin shoes. <laughs> I'm wearing cam- camel ginge. It's it's a it's a it's a brand. It's an, it's an up and coming brand that you'll never hear of. But Chris has got the shoes. Maybe maybe they want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, so I've just got my camel ginger hiking shoes. Jeez, um, <laughs> you got me laughing now. Um, I also bought a mechanical keyboard, eBlue. Uh, it's actually really, really cool. It arrived last night, so I was quite pleased with that. I got a um, a action cam, like a GoPro type thing called a Suku. A Suku action camera? Oh my God, he is in a booster seat. Booster show seat. Chris, the oh. booster seat. Yeah, we'll see if we can get that photo on the whatever website we end up having. Uh, <laughs> uh, GeoCities are still around, eh? Hey? I'll make one there. Um, and you got... Um, what else did you get the other day? Oh, so the Suku uh, Action Cams cost me 117 I think, actually. And um, it's got... Yeah, it's 4K, and it's got all the bits and pieces. I'm, I'm really impressed with really it. Really lightweight. You don't need to worry if you lose it or destroy it. It's got, um, it came with a battery, a spare battery and a battery charger. So yeah, yeah. Was, that's it, awesome. Yeah. And What's the battery life a, like? Uh, I, it was dying at the end of the four hours. Like I put it out there for four hours on that time lapse. And nah, that's pretty back, good. 
and it was it was red and it pretty much turned off as soon as I touched it. Yeah. Um, and I charged it up and it, yeah, so it was pretty cool. Pretty cool indeed. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, what else did I buy? Oh, I bought a microphone for desktop. That's microphone. right, you did. It's not the greatest one, that one. The gold but plate. Gold. And I got a bit carried away yesterday. Oh, hang on. Before that, hang on. Before you fill me in with w- another amazing purchase that we're waiting on. <laughs> oh, and the you, drone. You there's did, a drone. Yeah, there's a little drone coming. Apparently, it was, was it marked down from 800 to 80, 80? or something? <laughs> yeah. So, it's going to be high quality. I'm looking forward to seeing him try and fly this thing. Oh, my God. I have no clue. Um, I'm, I'm going to fly after hours at work. I have one gig that I want to use it for, and then I might just sell it. You know, I'll never sell it because I'm not that sort of Anyway, person. so you're on there yesterday. You are uh, like... I bought that 10 set of... Uh, walkie-talkies. Walkie-talkies. Look at you go. Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah. I so if to, you need a walkie-talkie well, I was for watching a, The Walking Dead, and I, all I kept thinking was, if only I had walkie-talkies, they'd be sweet. They wouldn't have this problem if they had walkie-talkies. So... I love... <laughs> I, so when the zombies come, I... I have, I have to, you know, I've got to have these walkie-talkies. Forget everything else, but ten walkie-talkies. I, I, then I kept, I kept, I've put it off for days now. I kept going, no, nah, I'm not going to get that. Why would I spend that much money on on ten walkie-talkies? Then I got asked if I had some walkie-talkies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for that film, I was like, oh. okay. Other than that, why would I need walkie-talkies? And I kept, I'd be sitting at work and I kept thinking of reasons why I might. Oh, that would be quite useful if you had a couple of walkie-talkies or four or five, you know, with your friends. Oh, yeah. That, so I, what's, I ended up... I think there's a term for that where you turn the ideas into to drive you buying the thing. Uh, delusion. <laughs> it's called delusion. So we will share a photo of Chris laying with his 10 walkie-talkies and no friends. Um, but, you know, if you want... Uh, so if anybody wants to hire... A bunch of walkie-talkies for a film that they're doing. Uh, it'll be a reasonable rate for a weekend hire. Well, there That's we go. That's all I can say, because I really need to recoup the money. Uh, <laughs> why I'm spending the money. Okay. Anyway. Um, Ten is a lot of walkie-talkies. And then I bought a, a oh, USB geez. charging station, a 10-point USB charging station. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that. not going to result in fire or melting something. <laughs> like, like this morning's power. Uh, my bedroom wasn't working. Um, okay, so uh, that's pretty much us, is it? That is pretty much us. You've got a TEDx, the very first one? Yeah, so I get to meet the speakers today for the first time. Oh, hopefully person. hopefully, Chris does a good first impression. Yes, so we, it, we've got three <laughs> workshops, one t- this, uh, today, which is Saturday, following one the next two s- Saturdays we have two more workshops. Then they go and do their own thing, and we do remote coaching on uh, Zoom, and then... Uh, we have three evolution uh, talks before the yep. big event. And then a rehearsal and then the event. Yeah. So it should be good. Hopefully they're all on to it. We will see. Look forward to hearing some stories about that after the fact. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you can 
What I'd like you to do is try our website to see if it's... It's probably there because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this. Uh, com. Check it out. If there's anything broken, like links in that, let me know. We, we Hopefully, um, this isn't going to date this podcast. Like, uh, we talk about Mark Zuckerberg and two years later, the podcast comes out. Uh, <laughs> I guess it takes me that long to fix that. Oh, no. There'll be issues if it takes that long. <laughs> No, there will. Oh, we'll get that going. So, yeah, thechristensandpodcast.com, or you can go to Facebook. Uh, that's still working um, at the moment until the government shuts it down. Uh, the Chris and Sam Podcast. Yes, we're still, we're still um, heading towards buying our own brick. Yes, thanks, we, Liam, for uh, your uh, offer of contribution. We'll and um, Jared as well. He's going to give us some money. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we will, we will get So maybe, maybe we'll funnel Chris's funds into helping with that instead of buying more <laughs> stuff from China. The people that deliver stuff, when, we, when these 10 walkie-talkies turn up, he's like, what the hell is in this box, this crate? Oh, but, you know, all I can say to you is camel ginger. <laughs> We need to get a photo of the. We, we need to get a photo of the camel ginger. Yeah, let's do that now. All right. So anyway, till next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.